Welcome to the MLB Coast to Coast podcast coming to you from the West Coast, Josh Lander. I am not yet joined by Nate Weitzer, but we wanted to get this back out for you guys, the MLB Coast to Coast podcast that we did bring you last year. We are going to be sticking to player props in this. We've also got a great MLB show that Eli and Mo both put on consistently throughout the week. So want to make sure you check that out for more early lines, checking out some of the game lines, run lines, totals, things of that nature. Nate and I are going to stick to a bit more of the player props, although I imagine if we do have some best bets for you guys that we'll be bringing them to you as well, regardless of what type of bet they are as we get on in this MLB season after the All-Star break. We are back on Friday here uh, as I record this on July 14th, getting ahead of these lines that are coming out. I'm going to stick to some games um, as we did last year that are, you know, are a little bit later in the day so that we're not worried about these early starts that we get here from time to time. Not quite as many, obviously, on a Friday, but a few that do start you know, shortly here. So I'm not going to be covering those quite as much. But I'm going to be touching a few player props. I'm kind of going to get in and out today. Just give you guys three player props that I'm looking at for the day that I am also betting. Give you those units. Uh, before I get into it, I want to make sure to remind you to like and subscribe to that page. Continue to follow along. Nate will be back probably here uh, when August arrives, I believe. He usually spends the month of July traipsing the mountainsides of the west coast of the country. Uh, so he'll be back here in a little bit. But I'll start by just jumping right in to my first pick for you guys here. Um, and it is Ross Stripling. Not probably how you thought we would start things off as we come back here on the Coast to Coast Baseball Show. But Ross Stripling on the Giants, taking on the Pirates, and I like it. I, I, I like what the, the under two and a half earned runs for him. That's minus 122 on FanDuel. Uh, that's 0.3 units that I put on that. I, you, it probably is rising a bit. I actually didn't check it right before I started recording, but last night it was minus 122. Um, and I, I think there people might be catching on to why that is. I would also sprinkle on um, under three and a half Ks for him. I, he's not been striking out this year. And I think there's some pretty good value on minus 112 for him to do that. So run, running through some of the numbers for Stripling, like really what this, this bet is based on, first of all, is that that he's not an innings eater. He's not expected to go out and eat innings. He, he's often used by the Giants as a reliever at times. And so when they're not using him as a reliever this season, they've been using him as a spot starter that really is just supposed to come in and get a few innings um, eaten up before they give it to the bullpen, right? And, and whomever is going to be a long reliever in that instance for them, the Giants have a couple of good ones there. A uh, big reason that they're doing so well right now. So, um, you know, for him, just looking at what he's done recently, he's gone under this number in three of his last four. Um, and he's, you know, in his last three appearances, he's had two starts. Um, so considering that he's gone under while still having two starts and still only getting eight and a two thirds innings um, in those last three appearances because of the right. So you average that out to like two and a half, essentially two, almost three innings that he's pitching per game. Right. So with that in that time frame, we're looking at a three point one to ERA which is way, way better than what he's had on the season so far, a uh, 6.37 that he's rocking right now. That's with the 5.75 expected, though, ERA for him. you know, And so he's sort of pitching. It's, it's a little bit bloated. He, he's pitching better than the numbers might indicate for him, than the, the, the core numbers there. Um, and and in, part of it is in his first nine appearances, though, he had that 7.24 ERA. That was in about five starts as well in those nine appearances. So he's starting more than half the time that he's coming out there, even though they are, like I said, using him as a reliever. But that's what the Giants are doing this season. And we've seen it time and time again that they're going to see 
five pitchers come into the game for the Giants as planned for at least. Uh, and so I think they'll continue to ride the, the strength of that bullpen, which is honestly a little bit better, even though the starters have been pitching well, they've, they've been doing that without getting too many innings um, for the Giants. So that I think that that continues for him, which is why I think he gets pulled before he can give up three runs. Um, and he's, he's been pitch, pitching pretty well. Like I said, also going against um, a Pittsburgh team that, just hasn't really been batting well at all. 24th in WRC plus that's, that's weighted runs created plus uh, and 24th in on base percentage. They've scored fewer than uh, three runs in three of their last four games. Uh, and I, like I said, Ross Stripling's not going to be in there long enough to, to factor into the decision even. So there's no worries about, you know, him, him going too long. And if the pirates are not getting that amount of runs in nine innings, I feel like he can hold them to under that uh, in the like max three innings that he's playing, you know, in, in this game. So Ross Stripling under two and a half earned runs first bet to kick things off for you guys. I know it's super sexy, Moving on to a better name, though, named Tyler Glass now. Let me move on to a sexier name first. I'll do a hitter, and then I'll split the pitchers up here. I am going to go Glass now, but let me talk about Matt Olson first for a minute um, because he's incredible. <laughs> it's way easier when Nate's here. I can just take water while he's talking. But Matt Olson over two and a half hits plus RBI plus runs, and I got that for plus 110 on DraftKings Sportsbook. Matt Olson is a killer, and he's going up against a pretty good pitcher. I mean, Michael Kopech, we've all seen him. I know Mo loved him last year, probably to his detriment at times. But but Kopech has not been very good this year compared to what people have expected of him as well. And and he, Olsen, you know, uh, hitting from the left side of the plate, going against a guy in Kopech who does mo- allows most of his damage to that side of the plate, 13 extra base hits that he's given up out of uh, 28 that he's given up on the season are to lefties. Um, he's also giving up, uh, I believe it's his career high. I'm looking at fan graphs. Yeah, it's his career high in terms of uh, the walk rate right now per nine, more than five walks per nine that he's allowing. He's also giving up a ton of home runs here. These are the things that stand out. Like there's some decent barrel rate. He's giving up too many fly balls. That's why it's at about two, almost two. It's 1.8 home runs per nine that he's giving up. And for Olsen, like, look, He's just, he's the beneficiary. It's not fair to say he's just the beneficiary because he's the heart in the heart of that lineup. But like, look who's batting in front of him, right? It's basically the all-star uh, infield that's batting in front of him uh, for the, the NL all-star infield. He's got 229 hits already, plus runs, plus RBI on the season. Not 229 hits. That's with runs and RBI. Um, and that's about two and a half per game, more than two and a half per game that he's averaging. So the, the two and a half that he's at, right? He's averaging a bit more than that. He's in a good situation. Um, where he's just incredible at home as well. Um, and his split uh, against righties is also really good, 275. He's got a 1.023 OPS, um, and his WOBA has also been really, really good, about uh, 425 or so um, for Olsen there. So, look, even if Kopech does some damage, is, is able to have like a decent start, not give up the walks that he's been giving up, which have been just atrocious for him, and really the killer, because if you're giving up walks and you're giving up fly balls, you're likely giving up runs. That's why this totals all the way up at about six for Atlanta. I mean, that's not normal. Most baseball teams are not expected to score six runs in a game. Uh, Atlanta is not most baseball teams. If they get the White Sox relievers, too, I just want to close with that on him, on, on Olsen here. If they get, as soon as they get the White Sox relievers, let me say, they're going to be in, in baseball hitting heaven. Uh, con- what is it? 5.97, basically 5.98 ERA for the White Sox bullpen. You can't be giving that up as a bullpen. Opposing batting average for them is 285 and the uh, the uh, a WOBA of 361. 
uh, in July. All, all that was specifically, you know, over the last three weeks, I should be a little bit more clear, but like on the season, those numbers are like a little bit better. So I, I just wanted to sort of stamp the point home by giving you the extreme and dramatic stats there. So let's finish it off. Like I said, with Tyler Glass now, because uh, that is kind of my guy, man. Like I, I know he can't pitch innings, but I love watching Tyler Glass now throw the ball uh, because of the K's that he gets. He's just just whiffing you. Uh, I mean, getting it past you, not with ease, but man, he's, he's finding his spots and he hits it. He hits them hard. Uh, I'm going with a, a double, double here, player performance, double, I should say uh, for Tyler glass. Now, as the rays are taking on the really, really bad, um, who are they taking on right now? My bad. They're taking on the Royals. I didn't know if it was the Royals or the A's. Kind of get them mixed up right now for, for understandable reasons. Uh, but they're, they're playing the Royals, one of the worst lineups, if not the worst lineup in baseball. Let's say it's the worst lineup in baseball right now. Um, at player performance double for him, 8Ks with their win, the, the Tampa Bay money line, is plus 110. I, I was looking at just the Ks for him. You know, He doesn't need innings to, to get those Ks, so I was just really hoping that I could find some juice on like six and a half, seven and a half, but even seven and a half is like minus 120 for him. So I just took the the over seven and a half in terms of eight plus Ks with the, the, the money line because they're plus two, they're minus 290 on that. I think it's pretty likely that he, he, he that they win for sure. And I do consider, I think he's, he's very, it's a ripe spot for him to get these amount of Ks against the Royals. Just they're dead last. In WRC plus, they have a 25% K rate versus right-handed pitching. They have allowed the last six of the last seven pitchers that they face to go over their K total. I believe four uh, of four for four when it came to uh, facing um, uh, righties like this. So, look, he, like I said, not an inning monster uh, right now at all. It's, he's not even close, right? You could get him for 200 to one on the uh, Cy Young there. Don't suggest it uh, because he's got the stuff to be a Cy Young if he can get the innings. And obviously he's coming back from Tommy John. So that's also a big part of why they're not going to throw him out there like that. Maybe a candidate for next year. We'll see, you know, how, how he ends the, the rest of this season and, and into the playoffs. But he, he's that K monster I'm talking about here. 13 plus K's per nine. I mean, he's in the 90th, 97th percentile in both with percentage, uh, K percentage, and he's averaging one and a, more than one and a half strikeouts per inning, uh, which is absurd. In just 41 two-thirds innings this year, he's got 64 strikeouts. I mean, that's that's where that 13-plus case per nine comes from. Um, and he just, he just rocked the, the Royals last time he pitched them. He just needed five innings to get the 12 strikeouts that he got for them. So eight strikeouts is four less than that against pretty much the same lineup here that he'll be facing. Um, maybe, maybe you want to take a, a few of the alts. I, I wouldn't fault you if you were thinking about laddering this a bit and sprinkling a tiny bit, you know, on, on like... Uh, I think right now I'm looking at it on FanDuel for him to get 11 strikeouts is plus 545 for him to plus 550 for him to get uh, 12 strikeouts is plus 900 on FanDuel. So for him to repeat that performance plus 900, not the worst bet either. I just I'm, I'll take, you know, the, the the eight that I think he's highly capable of in four and a half innings, if not five, if, if he gets them um, and, and add that there to the win for a team that is very much so expected uh, to, to it's the best in the division in the in the, the league versus the worst in the league. Let's put it that way. And I can get him to get a plus K's with just adding that to it. Uh, so I'm going to do that. And if you want to play just the K's, I, I get it. Um, but I, I think that, you know, by the time he's coming out of the game, he should have a couple run lead uh, in this one. So I'm, I'm feeling pretty good 
good about Tyler Glass now. And that is all the time that I have for you guys today. Make sure to like and subscribe to that page. Coming back to you next week, five days a week, we'll be bringing you this MLB stuff. I'll be back. Nate, not yet. Probably another after next week, we'll have him back, and we'll both be throwing a couple picks at you so we can get more for you guys. Maybe on Monday, I'll have the weekend to look over things a bit more, uh, and I can get you maybe four or five picks in there if I feel comfortable with it. But I'm just telling you what I'm betting. So you know, as long as I'm betting it, I'll tell you. I don't know if I want to be betting four or five things, spreading it out like that. I'll find out for you guys either way. Until I see you on Monday, happy betting.